The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rock. Good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm an infidel, infidel that Allah warns about a hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. Sons of Liberty Radio.com and also Sons of Liberty Media.com. If you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to Sons of Liberty Media.com and there you're going to see two videos. The one on the left side of the page is a Bradley show from Friday. <laughs> Uh, he did not come on on Tuesday. I think they were really busy pushing out these last days at the Minnesota State Fair. So you can still catch that up until three this afternoon, which time he'll be live in that area. I think I'm pretty sure he'll be there. Right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you got there. Um, look for the rumble icon, bottom right hand corner. Click on that and you can join us in the chat. Good to see you guys in the chat this morning. Um, and also be sure to subscribe to the channel over there. Sons of Liberty Radio. Live Sons of Liberty Radio Live is the channel on Rumble. Be sure to subscribe over there and then also on beforeitsnews.com, top of the page. And appreciate those guys giving us a spot there. Right up under where we're streaming live on sonsoflibertymedia.com is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Again, that goes out once a day. It's all the articles we have for sonsoflibertymedia.com for the day, including the morning show archive. So if you see a video or article or a scripture reference that I'm making, that I'm that I'm focusing on because I'll make several during the talk, but that I tend to focus on. All those things are there uh, in that archive, titled under what we've got today: Maui depopulation, missing children, and land grabs. And so uh, you can find that at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. All right. With that said, um, you know Bradley's been covering several of the videos and stuff like that. If you go to my personal um, Rumble channel which is on setting brush fires or it's titled setting brush fires. You're, you're going to find that there's just a ton of these, you know, people are good enough to uh, put these out on telegram and things, and you can normally grab them and I just archive them over here. And then sometimes there'll be uh, a number of um, 
you know, videos on a particular subject. Sometimes there's documentaries there and things of that nature. So I archive them. Then sometimes I'll do articles with them or things of that nature. But today I've got two reports here that come from Greg Reese over the past, I think it's over the past week or so. But you can see how all of this stuff runs together. And it runs in contrast to how God says that we should live, how, how our lives should be. And it's not going to say that we don't have tragedy. I'm not going to say that we're not going to have that. But when you have what is clearly an attack on Maui, and I don't know, maybe somebody has called it that. I haven't seen anybody call it that, but that's what, it, I mean, if you're going to say that directed energy weapons were used, and I believe they were, you have to say it's an attack on on Maui here. This is not something that, you know, just happened out of nothing. There were people behind it. So what I want to do is I want to play these two reports, make a few comments about this, because all of this is tied in to the entire depopulation agenda that we're being faced with. And again, I we talked about this some weeks ago. It, Scott Schur and I, how can you wrap your head around Men whose whose conscience is so seared that they have no problem killing innocent men, women, and children. When I use that term innocent, I'm talking about they've done nothing to them. You, you can't really wrap your head around it. So if you've got hundreds or even thousands or tens of thousands that think like this, we have to have the mindset to understand who we're dealing with. Okay, so here is uh, the first of the Reese reports, and I want you to kind of pay attention to the depopulation aspect here. In 1972, The Limits to Growth was published by the Club of Rome. The book suggested that swift human depopulation would save the planet. In 2018, The Limits to Growth co-author Dennis Meadows explained how we need to murder billions of people. The planet can support something like a billion people. Okay, so I just want to pause this one second because this was the, this guy isn't even thinking in the same room as he's being interviewed. How many people are on the earth now? It's more than a billion people. It's like eight times that. And there's room to spare. If people will go back to the old paths, learn how to grow their own food, learn how to care for themselves, do all these kinds of things. And this guy's sitting here trying to tell us, well, it can only support, and he's pulling a number out of thin air because you can see him looking around. I just wanted you to pay attention to that. Maybe two billion, depending on how much liberty and how much material consumption you want to have. If you want more liberty and more consumption, you have to have fewer people. And conversely, you can have more people. I mean, we could even have eight or nine billion, probably, if we have a very strong dictatorship, which is smart. It's, unfortunately, you never have smart dictatorships. They're always stupid. So, But if you had a smart dictatorship and a low standard of living, you can have it. But, but we want to have freedom and we want to have a high sentence. So we're going to have a billion people. And we're now at seven. So we have to get back down. I hope that this can be slow, relatively slow, and that it can be done in a way which is relatively equal. Overpopulation is a lie. With old school sustainable farming and the end of big government, there is enough room on this planet for several billion. And while the Earth's climate does change, most of what we are seeing 
is contrived. The fires breaking out all across the world are being blamed on climate change, even though hundreds of arsonists have been caught starting them. Most recently, 79 people were arrested for starting fires in Greece. Direct energy weapons, or DEWS, are able to start fires from above and can utilize microwave technology to burn homes from within. In 2013, the mainstream media reported that we were able to make rain and lightning. I mean, lasers, really, to change the weather? By firing trillion-watt lasers, you rip apart the electrons, creating what are called ions, and these ions act like seeds, like dust particles, bringing down rain and even lightning. This week in Michigan, residents reported a strange strobe-like lightning. The event was captured on weather radar, which showed a very unnatural-looking spiral. That's some conspiracy theory shit right there. Making it rain has been possible for decades, and we have come a long way since then with the high-frequency active auroral research program known as HARP. We can now create hurricanes, and we can control their direction with next-generation weather radar transmitters known as NEXRAD. By building up an electromagnetic charge and dispersing it underground as direct current VLF waves or very low frequency waves, the NEXRAD radar transmitters are able to trigger earthquakes. Earthquakes and explosives can trigger tsunamis. These are the technologies that we know of, and that only leaves volcanoes and tornadoes. Funded by Peter Thiel, AVE Tech Energy Corporation began work in 2012 on a device to produce a 130-foot-tall tornado. And a former U.S. intelligence officer recently told State of the Nation that the U.S. has already triggered a volcano. Climate change is not only a hoax, it's a depopulation program. And our entire government is going along with it. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Okay, all right. <clears throat> so you, you hear the depopulation scenarios going on here. And this is not anything new, especially for people who listen to Sons of Liberty uh, and many who would listen to shows that are similar to Sons of Liberty. They understand that there are people who are literally trying to kill us. There are other people who are being let alone, uh, let along who you heard this guy struggling to say it. And I think Bill Gates does it in this way, too, with saying, well, you know, hopefully you can do this kind of slowly. And then he's searching for the words to say something other than we have to just off some people. Uh, Bill Gates does the same thing. And these attacks are about d different things. It seems like there's all kinds of aspects in these attacks, not only in, in depopulation, which, by the way, I'm going to play this for you, too, because there's still some people who in their minds continue to try to justify Donald Trump's rollout of the what was labeled the depop shot. I'm going to I'm just going to show you this guy's in on it, too. I know you don't want to think that because you see certain things or you read Q or whatever you do. But he's in on it, too. But here's what the Bible says about such people here. And I'll apply it. I'll, I'll make the application for what Jesus did. Jesus was addressing people who wanted to call themselves children of Abraham. They want to call themselves true Jews, right? Uh, and yet, what did they want to do? They wanted to murder their king. 
They wanted to murder the king. And what did he say of them? Ye are of your father, the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. And when he speaketh the lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. So what Jesus was addressing there is they were claiming to be one thing when they were really something else. What are these depopulation people? They claim to be humanitarians. They claim to be philanthropists. They they claim to be loving and kind and compassionate towards uh, you know humanity. But is that what they really are? No, they're devils. They're murderers. They're just like their daddy. And that's what he's getting at right here. In fact, when Gregory said, you know, the earth can hold billions of people. Of course it can. Of course it can. And if you're a person who claims that you believe the Bible, but you say, well, we need to really watch this depop, you know, this population issue because, man, we won't have enough food. Well, if you'd go back to the old paths, that not just includes the morality of things. It had the order that God had set up. Did God set up, you know, big cities and all this other stuff and, and, and say, live in, live in that, feed on that? No, he put Adam and Eve in a garden. And he provided for them in the garden. And then when they get kicked out of the garden because of their sin, their lawlessness against God, determining what they thought was right and wrong, he still provides for them. But now, boy, they're, they're going to work by the sweat of their brow to produce what they're going to eat. So what did God give as a command? Genesis chapter 1. Verse 28, God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Notice that. He's never rescinded that. No time in scripture do you see him saying, okay, we got enough people on the earth now. We, we don't need you guys repopulating or anything. He never says anything like that. Why? Because he's built it big enough that men can survive if they'll do what he's told them to do. What's interesting, too, is you never hear this about animals, do you? You, you never hear the argument, well, we, have, we just have too many animal, animals, and we need to start getting rid of some of those guys, too. That's never an argument. In fact, there's all these preservation things put in place to preserve animals, right? Are they not consumers as well on the earth? Yeah, and yet Genesis 1 also <laughs> says that God created them, and they were doing the same thing. They were replenishing the earth. They were making after their own kind, and there's never been a problem with that either, is there? Nope, sure isn't. But boy, they do have a double standard, don't they? Here is the uh, second report here from Greg, and this is the one I didn't get to on Saturday when we were uh, waiting on Kate to show up. But uh, one of the things uh, somebody asked in the comment sec, I mean, I don't know why people got so focused on about a 20 second video of the sign language lady out there in Maui, which by the way, I downloaded the whole thing. And if you download it from Maui now, which is where that comes out, um, you'll watch it. The video is like, I want to say 40 seconds behind the audio. So it's hard to tell. So I had to change to the audio, try to sync them because I don't have a 
one of those video mixers where you can put the audio and the video together and just put something out and then it go. So I'm kind of rigging that on, on the computer and I'm playing it and it sounds like she's talking about polls and stuff. So I start putting the words in for that and you get none of this language that she was doing. None. I mean, I didn't see any of it and she's not using the, I love you sign, which is for those on the screen, it's something like this. That's the, I love you sign. And yet this other is completely different. And by the way, I did look up devil and devil was more like some kind of antlers sticking out your head or something like that uh, was the sign. So I did look up the things. I couldn't tell that what she was showing there in her hand signals. But the only reason I played it was because Mark mentioned it. Didn't get into a lot of stuff. But boy, the people in the comment section just got focused on that. And it was just kind of weird. Anyway, um, here is the other Reese report. And this is dealing specifically with Maui and the energy weapons. And again. I got all kinds of stuff. We we put up tons of uh, articles. Many of you in the in the listening audience, you've seen some of this stuff. You've seen the evidence of the direct energy weapons. You've seen the evidence that the, these are not just fires that break out, wildfires and, and things of this nature. And then the deliberate attempts. I've got several videos where people are trying to get out and they're being confronted with the cops to turn them back into the, the flames. That's what they're doing. Um, you've got people trying to go in and save their properties and the police are threatening them with arrest. Do you see now men why you need a militia in your own County? Do you see it? Because you've got opposing militias against you. Agents of the state. This is why you need that. This is why you need to build that up. TacticalCivics.com is a great place to learn how to do some of this stuff. Get connected with men in your community. And I'm being specific. This isn't a sexist thing. This is the thing of where God has given authority and duty, by the way. He did not give that to the woman to protect the man. He gave it to the man to protect and care for the woman and the children. That is our duty. And if we're lacking in that, then we need to repent and we need to do those kinds of deeds because that demonstrates real love. All right. Okay. Here's uh, Greg's report on Maui and the dues. The recent fires in California, Australia, and now Hawaii are unlike anything we've ever seen before. They are being called forest fires and wildfires, but they are clearly something very different. These fires are burning homes into a white powdery ash footprint while often leaving the surrounding green trees and shrubs practically untouched. In extreme cases, forest fires can reach temperatures up to 1,500 degrees Fahrenheit, and the melting point of aluminum is 1,220 degrees Fahrenheit. So it is possible for an extreme forest fire to melt aluminum. But there are cars with puddles of melted aluminum that were clearly not in the wildfire area and melted glass, which has a melting point around 2,500 degrees Fahrenheit. These are unexplained anomalies. In the California fires of 2018, cars were randomly bursting into flames on the freeway with no surrounding fires. We've seen these same anomalies in New York City on September 11, 2001. Cars completely burned out with no explanation. 
in Maui, these unnatural fires spared the homes of the rich while burning the native homes of the working class. With precision, these fires destroyed the most envied, high-valued areas of Maui. For decades, directed energy weapons have been classified, but they have been on the public record for several years now. Directed energy weapons, known as DUES, have the ability to burn homes with this sort of precision. But in order to be this precise, the area would have to be mapped out. In January of this year, green lasers were seen over Hawaii, which could best be described as a geospatial array for mapping terrain. We have seen that among the ashy ruins, there are blue-colored objects that have somehow survived the devastation. Blue cars. Blue umbrellas. A blue boat. Blue planters. Videos online are going viral that show how lasers can easily burn through certain colored objects, but objects that are colored blue remain unharmed. Directed energy weapons include lasers, millimeter wave, and microwave. They are all based on light frequencies, and different wavelengths of light affect colors differently. For example, in laser tattoo removal, different wavelengths are used for removing different colors. And this is because color is a quality of light. Each color has its own frequency. Interestingly enough, the frequency of the color blue is 6.66. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Hmm, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Don't you think? Yeah, I saw another video on where a lady was explaining the 6.66 terahertz and uh, and how that color uh, doesn't seem to have any problem with these uh, direct ener- energy weapons. So, yeah, it's really it's really strange. It's really strange. But I think that if you've seen any of these videos, if you've read any of the articles where this stuff is is put out, you have to come away knowing that what happened in Maui was an attack on those people. It wasn't something that God sent, you know, by way of nature and stuff. No, it was a direct attack on the people. And the only people that can do that is the U.S. government, or what places itself as U.S. government now. It's definitely foreign government. But what is what is the district of criminals? And this is why I think that Thomas Jefferson's words are applicable here in that when it becomes a th- threat to our liberties and to our, the security of us, the people who created the federal government, I didn't create it. Men before me created it. Then it is the right of the people to say, you're done. We're just going to abolish you. We're not sending you any money. You boys up there representing us, you can come back home and answer for your crimes to the people of the state. And we're done with D.C. He says it very clearly in the Declaration of Independence. It is the right of the people to alter or to abolish. And here's the question you've got. That thing is so corrupt in D.C., it's not going to get clean. It's going to have to be done away with. Either God's going to deal with them directly, or the people are going to deal with them by saying, you're done. We're not going to have any more of this. 
And the people aren't at that place. Why? Because they keep you sentimental. They keep you sentimental rather than rational about what's going on. And you you cling to the sentimentality rather than go and actually deal with the reality. Okay? And by the way, some people still think uh, we need more digital soldiers. Well, I think that's pretty much covered. Okay? What we need is active people who will push that agenda and say, look, this needs to go. Centralization of government, I don't care, anytime, place. it's a bad idea, except under the Lord Jesus. That's it. But that's got to be dealt with. It's got to be dealt with. Those are the people who are attacking, who are making the attacks. And they're making the attacks on behalf, we're going to get to it in just a little bit, on behalf of some of their corporate buddies. Okay? Here is a... Here's this compilation because we just came off of depopulation. Now we're on the issue or or we were hitting depopulation. We tied that with direct energy weapons and with Maui. But what about those depop shots? What about the push for those? Yep. No question about it. The Biden administration made all these mandates, which are not law. They're threats by thugs is what they are. That's in essence what they are. And it's, it's an offer kind of like, Satan presented Eve with in the garden. You know, if you eat that fruit, it's going to make you smart. You're going, to, you're going to be like God. You're going to be able to determine all these things. Yeah, it's going to be good for you. Well, that wasn't law. The law was don't partake of that tree, right? But this is Satan's mandate. You go ahead and eat that. God, did God say it was? I mean, he knows that you're going to, you're going to be like him. And when Eve submitted to that contract, that test, that temptation, what happened? Well, she lost everything. We call it the fall, not a fall, the fall. How much more a guy who is worshipped, and at this point, I I just don't have any other word for it, a guy who is worshipped, who turned out sorceries, poisons from corporate fascists under the guise of saving you from the convids, and people today still say, well, I, and then they justify him. He continues to pimp that shot, continues to tell his worshipers and supporters to take the shot. And then I have some people saying, well, he's playing four and five D chess. You know, there are casualties in war and they talk about it like they, like they've been in war before. They have not Let me ask you something. If Donald Trump was to come out today. And to say, look, we knew this was going to kill people. It was casualties. I'm sorry, blah, 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 blah. And you have somebody who's killed by one of those things. Are you okay with that? I wouldn't be. I'm going to throw this in the midst because this is part of that depopulation agenda. And this guy's behind it. And here's the little six-minute compilation of him taking credit for it. So here's the thing. Hold his feet to the fire. You you have a guy who's unleashed mass murder, that's what it is, upon the U.S. population. Take a listen. And for some reason, we're not getting any sound. Hang on. Let me back up just a tad here. Sometimes when you set certain videos up, they, they work fine, and others it doesn't. We are now just days away from delivering millions of doses of a safe and effective vaccine that will soon end this pandemic 
and save millions of lives. Tonight, we give thanks for all of the scientists, researchers, manufacturers, workers, and service members who have worked tirelessly to make this breakthrough possible. It is truly a Christmas miracle, one of the great achievements medically, they say, ever in history. I have really good news. Today, our nation has achieved a medical miracle. We have delivered a safe and effective vaccine in just nine months. This is one of the greatest scientific accomplishments in history. It will save millions of lives and soon end the pandemic once and for all. I am thrilled to report that the FDA has authorized the Pfizer vaccine. We have given Pfizer and other companies a great deal of money, hoping this would be the outcome. And it was. On behalf of the American people, I'd like to thank all of the brilliant scientists, technicians, doctors, and workers who made this all possible. Pfizer and Moderna have announced their vaccine is approximately 95% effective, far exceeding expectations. These vaccines are also very safe. American citizens participated in clinical trials that were far larger than normal and had no serious side effects. The dedicated and independent experts at the FDA meticulously studied the results of the trials, and it has now passed the gold standard of safety. Remember, you know, we took care of a lot of people, including, I guess, on December 21st, we took care of Joe Biden. Because he got his shot. He got his vaccine. He forgot. It shows you how unpainful that vaccine shot is. So everybody go get your shot. It works incredibly well. 95%, maybe even more than that. It works incredibly well. And I would recommend it to a lot of people that don't want to get it. And a lot of those people voted for me, frankly. But, you know, I, again, we have our freedoms and we have to uh, live by that. And I agree with that also. But it's a great vaccine. It's a safe vaccine. And it's uh, something that works. I recommend you take it. But I also believe in your freedoms 100 percent. When you have the vaccine, people that do, and it's a very small number relatively, but people that do get it get better much quicker. And it's a very important thing for them. They don't get and they get it. They get better. Lindsey Graham's an example. He said, if I didn't have this vaccine, yes. I would have died. And you know what? I believe totally in your freedoms. I do. You got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But you got no. That's OK. That's all right. You got your freedoms. But I happen to take the vaccine. Did you get you shared that with us? yet? Well, I got the Pfizer and uh, I would have been very happy with any of them. I didn't say to anybody you have to, but I would sell it. Look, I'm very proud of what we did with the vaccines. It was supposed to take five years and they said it wasn't going to work. I did three vaccines in less than nine months and they do work. They work really well. I would convince people, take it. I got the vaccine done. Three vaccines in less than nine months. They said it was going to take five years and it probably wouldn't get done. I got them done. And they do work and they're great. I'm very proud of them. Oh. I've taken it. I've had the booster. Many politicians, I watched a couple of politicians be interviewed. And one of the questions was, did you get the booster? Because they had the vaccine. And they, oh, they're answering it like, in other words, the answer is yes, but they don't want to say it. Because they're gutless. you got to say it. Whether you had it or not, say it. But the fact is that I think the vaccine has saved 
tens of millions of people throughout the world. Uh, I have had absolutely no side effects. I've had it like other people have had it, nothing special. I've had it. L- let me just say this. The people that take it, and I know some that took it, got it, but they, were, they never went to the hospital. They never got very sick. If you look at the stats, they can get it, but they, it's not like before. Look, uh, people that are taking the vaccine, if they get it, which isn't that often, but if they get it, they're not, they're not going to hospitals for the most part and dying. Before, it was a horror, and now they're not. Now, one of the problems we have, when I was president, and you remember this very well, there was no mandate. There was no you have to take anything, and people were taking it. They were taking it openly and gladly. I think they don't trust the Biden administration. That's why they're not taking it. All right. So, yeah, you get it. You get it. Sorry about that burst take of the video. Take me for heaven's sake. Take me Oh, wait. There's more. The I saved you, cried the woman, and you've bitten me. But why? Oh, no, you know your bite is poisonous, and now I'm going to die. A Shut up. A woman Silly woman. Said the reptile with a grin. You knew damn well I was a snake before you took me in. Silly woman. So you you get the whoops, you get the idea of what's going on. That's a part of the depopulation agenda too. Just go back to operation or not operation. The lockstep documents back in what was it, 2010, 2011, the Rockefeller documents. You've got all that going on. Then you have this issue, I don't know if I'm going to have time to get all this in. You have this issue of the missing children that goes on, and then it ultimately ties to a land grab. So we're going to go over just a little bit. I'm just going to let you know. This is, um, uh, I believe his his name is Knowlton Chang. Uh, he appeared, I guess, shortly after what happened here in Maui. He appeared on the war room here, and he's got some things to share about some of the children that were missing. And I think we were looking at upwards of 2000 and yeah, sure. Some people could have fled the area, but if you see the, some of the footage that I have on my personal rumble channel, what you'll notice is, is that people were being directed back in there. They were being kept in that area. There weren't a lot of people fleeing. You didn't see this fleeing. You, you saw people trying to flee and being turned back into where all the destruction was happening. This is Nolton Chang. This was just uh, shortly after everything had taken place. And this is what he's talking about, about the chip that he, he had a concern about the children. Me on the show. And so you asked me many questions and I'll, I'll try to address as many as I can. So I saw that number as well, 388 unaccounted for right now, as of today, from a little over a thousand down to 388. And if that number is true, I'm happy. I mean, ev- everyone who... All the people, all the relatives who have missing uh, relatives, uh, friends, uh, acquaintances, you know, if that number is true, then one of the things everybody wants is accountability and closure. I'm not, yeah, so much more, much more closure than accountability, but they want closure. And so I, I would imagine that all of those families have been contacted. Of course, they have to verify um family member to make sure that, that that's the person that has perished. 
And so, uh, again, let's go back to that number, 300 from over 1,000 down to 388 unaccounted for. If the number is true, wonderful. But the other question you asked me is, well, why aren't they coming out with how many children are amongst those that have been accounted for that are still alive? Now, our governor, if, if people haven't read that article, our governor is still saying that there's still only 115 people that have perished. Okay, so you do the math. First, there was 115 people perished, and as of today, only 388 of the 1,000 that were unaccounted for is unaccounted for now. So it went from 1,000 to 388 unaccounted for. But of all the people, okay, of all those numbers, 115 people are still listed as being deceased or perished. Everyone else of the 388 has been found, and, and good news. But uh, of the 388, or even the ones that have been found, how many are children? You would imagine, right? They, would, they know that people are concerned about that number. And you keep talking about that, Steve. How many, what happened to the children? Uh, um, so the, of the ones that are found, the ones that have perished. I think of the ones that have perished, only one seven-year-old was identified, and everyone else was a little older of the 115, right? One child. But of the ones found, one of the ones that have been uh, located and proven to be alive, how many are children? People still want that answer. And so now you still have that 388 people, right, that uh, are unaccounted for. So they, according to the article I read this morning, they're about 97% done with the investigation. But still a lot of questions arise about the missing, about how many are children. And I saw another article, I think it came out yesterday, that uh, 2,000, let me back up, 3,000, there are 3,000 students amongst five high schools in the Lahaina area. And the article that came out yesterday said that of the 3,000 students, approximately 2,000, a little more than 2,000, have not come back to school yet. And so here, here are some, some questions I'm going to ask, well, or reasons why they haven't come back yet. Uh, either they passed away in the disaster. They, in fact, I talked to a, a resident, and, uh, and she's a teacher at a church. And so she was telling me as well, well, you know, because I asked that question, well, they could have moved away to another island, they could have moved to the mainland, they could have moved to another school in Maui, they could be learning from home, right? I don't know if the schools, Sherry and I will check today, I don't know if the schools know where the students are and why they didn't come back. We're going to try and look into that. But still a huge question. And if that is true, some you would imagine that I guess maybe the parents don't want the kids if they did take them out of the Lahaina school district. Maybe one of the main reasons is there could be a lot of toxicity in that area. Maybe they don't want the children to have any thoughts of of uh, the devastation but, that took place. Hey, 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 Nolan, no, no, look, there could be, there could be, and there probably are many reasons. Here's my problem. I want to go back to your ninety-seven percent number. I just want to make sure we're clear for precise language because we're going to need this going forward. Okay. Um, I'm going to have the whole video up. It's a, it's about 16 minutes long here. 
But I wanted you to get in there that there were a lot of a lot of kids who were missing, and there's probably an explanation for many of them. But if you're saying it's kind of it's kind of weird the numbers, and this is where Steve was going to clarify what was going on there, to where there's this many that they're telling you that are accounted for. There's this many that aren't accounted for. There's this many that we know are deceased. But how do you square that with 2,000 students not showing up for school? Did you get those numbers too? Did you put those in with things? And look, we all know that this stuff goes on. Um, we, We know that child trafficking happens. And that includes those who are minors. They're not they're not they're not really children they're young adults who are considered minors underage but the fact of the matter is is we know in times like this there's a lot of kids who, who that get gone they can't be accounted for so keep that in mind and that's a big that's a big part of this too and accountability i mean you've seen how government works it doesn't work very well FEMA took how many days getting in there? See, that's why that's just a that is just a money pit. FEMA is and a, an authority thug is what they are. They'll go in and turn people away who want to demonstrate exactly what Jesus said, loving their neighbor and going in there with supplies or with help clearing out or rebuilding and stuff like that. They'll turn. Nope, we're the government. We got this under control and we'll shoot you or arrest you should you try to cross the thin line that we put here. And we'll use the agents of the state to do it. Do you see how that tyranny works? And then it works on behalf of corporate fascists. You guys see this stuff that was put up, the black fencing that was put up in Lahaina? Miles and miles of it. There seems to be a huge emphasis Check this out. on ensuring that the media and anyone else can't see what's going on here in Lahaina, West Maui. There are miles and miles of this black fence going up that was not here before that is obscuring ground zero and making sure no one can see what's going on inside of there from the road. No one can get in there. No one can take any pictures. And then I've also seen these weird foreign police cars showing up, these special police. What I, I'm not sure what to call them. This is a Nissan, but there's quite a large presence of these standing guard around the perimeter. We've also lost our ability to fly drones really anywhere near this area. Now, this 20-second clip here that I I tried to get out of my car and show what was going on, I was almost immediately, after these 20 seconds, National Guard came, chased me off, yelled at me, told me to get back in my car and keep moving. So you cannot pull over. You can't even stop your car anywhere near any of this anymore. Now, I'm going to show you a fairly long clip that shows just the how extensive the fencing is on the western side of the main highway here. And there also is National Guard, regular police, and what I have dubbed special police, which are these police cars that are foreign made. Uh, the people that are driving them are not, they don't look like any police I've ever seen in the United States. So kind of a bizarre situation, but they have all, they have a, a huge presence standing guard ensuring that nothing can be documented. You can't stop your car. You can't pull over. You can't fly a drone. You can't take a picture. You can't get in anywhere near any of this, which is part of what makes the footage that I have 
so unique. Now, I always make sure to point out that the footage that I have has been uploaded to the mainland to multiple people. They have the credentials to my social media. So if anything does happen to me, it's not going to prevent the story getting out. But the footage I have both uh, on the ground and uh, and drone, but particularly on the ground, is not going to be able to be reproduced with the amount of resources they have put into locking this area down. Now, I am working on another video now that's going to show side by side this same drive a week ago so you guys can compare the, you know, what it's like now and you can see just the amount of fencing, rocks, police, barricades, all of the effort they are putting into this. They are putting a lot of energy into it, uh, which is uh, which is kind of interesting. Uh, I'd be interested in, in hearing your thoughts on it. Now, I also want to point out that the reason I've been able to keep cranking out these videos and ignoring my, not ignoring, but somewhat neglecting my normal job, my, in, my income from my normal job pretty much went away weeks ago when I started all this. The reason I've been able to do that is because I recently put my Zelle in the bio of TikTok, X, and YouTube, and I've had a handful of everyday people making small donations via Zelle and that has made a huge difference with allowing me to neglect my normal job. And I, I love my normal job. Okay. But if I, All right. I think we, he's showing for people who are listening by way of the radio, he's showing more footage that he's capturing, but it seems like it goes for miles. This barricade that's been put up and neatly erected very quickly uh, to cut off people from driving down the road and seeing what's going on. I mean, if you ask me, this is equivalent to 9-11, uh, the cleanup and shipping off of everything. Instead of you know putting it somewhere and laying it out and constructing everything that went on, nope, they just put it in trucks and they shipped it off to China. Robert Mueller was over that, by the way. Another FBI cover-up of the greatest terror attack against America in our history. And these are no no less terrorism. There's only one way you get directed energy weapons here. Either you've let a foreign entity in, which means they're treasonous, which they are, those people up in D.C., or, or they're doing it to us, which is more likely what they're doing. All governments do this to their, their people who gain power and stuff like this. They terrorize them. Because they're afraid of them. You go back in scripture, you'll see that kind of thing too. And instead of the government doing what it's supposed to do under God for the punishment of the evildoer, I mean, that's really their thing. Even within ours, we've got governments doing all kinds of stuff, building roads and doing all this stuff. And all of this leads to the stories. We've had several stories on the land grabs that are going or you know, potentially going on. I'm going to take one of the Mockingbird media. So this isn't, you know, you can't say, well, this is conspiracy theory. This is the Mockingbird media. I mean, the the Communist News Network, this is their business section. This is from August the 17th of this year, 2023. And check out what they've got. The threat of predatory outsiders swooping in to buy up property under the ashes of Maui is sparking outrage and opening old wounds for locals. See, they've they've tried to do it before. They just haven't been so blatant in how what how what kind of links they'll go to to get that land. Fear of predatory land grabbers coming in is legitimate because it's already happening. It's been happening for generations now, said this person, 
who is a native Hawaiian community organizer whose family has been on Maui for seven generations. And every time there's a crisis, it accelerates, right? Don't let those crises go to waste. They go on and they talk about a week after wildfires raised through West Maui, killing more than 100 people and displacing thousands, locals are grieving and rallying together to take care of those who lost everything. Now, that's how Christ would have people do things, not government, individuals to love one another. They're looking out for one another. And they're also warning each other via impassioned social media posts to watch out for speculators eyeing real estate opportunities atop the rubble where authorities are still recovering the remains of victims. And they go into some of the history here. This is from the Mockingbird Media. They're even saying it. I'm surprised they would report on this. Pretty sure CNN's got some some ties back to State Street or Venture or Vanguard and uh, and BlackRock probably somewhere. They've got their tentacles in them too. And the fact that this would even get out is utterly amazing. But to go through this for land, maybe depopulation. I'm sure they don't mind if a hundred thousand or whatever die. They don't mind in that either. But we've got somebody who's an example of that too. You guys remember old King Ahab and Jezebel? Same thing. First Kings chapter 21. Take a listen here as to what going on. He didn't use direct energy weapons, but nevertheless, he was engaged in murder. And what does the scripture say? You shall not murder. So 1 Kings chapter 21, it says, And it came to pass after these things that Naboth, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard, which was in Jezreel, hard by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. And Ahab spake unto Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near unto my house, and I will give thee for it a better vineyard than it. Well, if it's a better vineyard, why don't you just take that, king? You know? But it's not. He's a shyster. If it seems good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. And Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid it me. It's part of God's law, Ahab. Hadn't you read the law? You're, put, you're the king. You're supposed to read the law and know it and uphold it. It was his inheritance. It was Naboth's inheritance. He wasn't to sell it. That I should give the inheritance to my fathers unto thee. And Ahab came into his house heavy and displeased, sucking his thumb and pitching a temper tantrum. Because of the word which Naboth the Jezreelite had spoken to him, for he had said, I will not give thee the inheritance of my fathers. And he laid him down upon the bed, turned away his face, and would eat no bread. Can you imagine? This is a grown man. He's the king. And he's going in depressed and sucking his thumb and laying on the bed. And, oh, I wish I had my mommy here so she'd get this land for me. Well, here comes mommy. But Jezebel, his wife, came to him and said unto him, Why is thy spirit so sad that thou eatest no bread? And he said unto her, Because I spake unto Naboth the Jezreelite, and said unto him, Give me thy vineyard for money, or else if it please thee, I will give thee another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give thee my vineyard. And Jezebel, his wife, said unto him, Dost thou not govern the kingdom of Israel? Arise, and eat bread, and let thine heart be merry. I will give thee the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name and sealed them with his seal and sent the letters into the elders and to the nobles that were in the city, in his city, dwelling with Naboth. Now, again, think about this. Elders and nobles. If we're going to compare this, this is going to be your justice system and this is going to be the corporate fascists of the day, if you will. That's who he sent his letters to, or that's who she sent the letters to. And she wrote in the letter saying, proclaim a fast. 
and set Naboth on high among the people, and set two men, sons of Belial, before him to bear witness against him, saying, Thou didst blaspheme God and the king, and then carry him out and stone him that he may die. Boy, talk about a miscarriage of justice. They were attacking the guy who was upholding the law. You, you, do you see all this? Do you see the do you see the relevance of the scripture when you see what God is teaching? I mean, they're doing the exact opposite of Proverbs one. They're laying in wait for innocent blood, and they proclaimed a fast, set Naboth on high among the people. And there came in two men, children of Belial, and sat before him. And the men of Belial witnessed against him, even against Naboth, in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth did blaspheme God and the king. And they carried him forth out of the city and stoned him with stones that he died. Then they sent to Jezebel, saying, Naboth is stoned and is dead. Yeah, complete miscarriage of justice against a lawful man. And it came to pass when Jezebel heard that Naboth was stoned and was dead, that Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, and when he refused to give thee for money, for Naboth is not alive but dead. And it came to pass when Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, that Ahab rose up to go down to the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite to take possession of it. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Arise, go down to meet Ahab, king of Israel, which is in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, whither he has gone down to possess it. And thou shalt speak unto him, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Hast thou killed, and hast thou taken possession? And thou shalt speak unto him, saying, Thus saith the Lord, In the place where dogs lick the blood of Naboth, shall dogs lick thy blood, even thine. And Ahab said to Elijah, Hast thou found me, O mine enemy? And he answered, I have found thee, because thou hast sold thyself to work evil in the sight of the Lord. Behold, I will bring evil upon thee, and I will take away thy posterity, and will cut off from Ahab him that pisseth against the wall, and him that is shut up and left in Israel and will make thine house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nabat, and like the house of Basha, the son of Ahijah, for the provocation wherewith thou hast provoked me to anger and made Israel to sin. And of Jezebel also spake the Lord, saying, The dog shall eat Jezebel by the wall of Jezreel. Him that dieth of Ahab in the city the dog shall eat, and him that dieth in the field shall the fowls of the air eat. But there was none like unto Ahab, which did sell himself to work wickedness in the sight of the Lord, whom Jezebel, his wife, stirred up. And he did very abominably in following idols, according to all things, as did the Amorites, whom the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. And it came to pass, when Ahab heard those words, that he rent his clothes and put sackcloth on his flesh and fasted and lay in sackcloth and went softly. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Seest thou how Ahab humbleth himself before me? Because he humbleth himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his days, but in his son's days will I bring the evil upon his house. We'll continue this just for a couple of minutes, just so I can tie this up here. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, Bradley be with you three. And Lord willing, we'll see you in the morning, bright and early, 6 a.m. Adios. Okay, all right, so we we see what had happened here, and later on, what we find is is that both Ahab and Jezebel were eaten by dogs. Yep. Yep. The very next chapter, 
That's what had happened. Verse 37. So the king died and was brought to Samaria, and they buried the king in Samaria. And one washed the chariot in the pool of Samaria, and the dogs licked up his blood, and they washed his armor according to into the word of the Lord, which he spake. And then we know later on, Jezebel was indeed eaten by dogs, the way God said. I say, I bring that part into it. Yes, there's wickedness that goes on. And yes, it is supposed to be men who are supposed to bring justice in this matter and to stop the evildoers. See, that's one thing about about in the United States. If you really go back to everything, the people are supposed to be governing. We're supposed to be governing under King Jesus. That means we're, we're responsible for bringing justice. And when we don't do that, we allow evil to prevail rather than putting the evil from us, the way the scripture says, when you carry out real justice. And so what's going on in Maui is going to happen somewhere else. It's going to happen in two or three or four or ten, as long as we let them get away with it. We know who the guilty party is in Maui. There's, how can there be any question that this is part of the U.S. government's attack upon its people? How can that be? Do you know anybody that has direct energy weapons? I don't. The only people I know that have it is the government to use it like this. And some of it was captured on video. You can see it. You can see what they're doing. But whether we bring justice or not, God's going to bring it. He's going to bring it in his judgment. He's known by his judgments in the earth. And this is why there's always a call to repentance. When you go to the gospel accounts, the people come to Jesus and they go, are you going to be like Pilate, you know, and going to mingle the blood of the innocent and such. And Jesus looks at them and he goes, you know, unless you repent, you're going to meet a like fate. Well, what about these people over here where the tower fell on them? Well, unless you repent, you're going to meet a like fate. Why? All of us are going to step out of this life, aren't we? We're going to leave this life behind. We're going to leave these bodies. We're going to leave everything that we've accumulated in this life. We're going to leave it here. While we have it, we should be using it for the glory of God and for the advancement of his kingdom. But we're going to leave it all behind to somebody else. And in that day, will you be able to stand against an all-consuming fire who is Yahweh, who is the living God? Are you going to be able to stand in that? There's only one way to stand in that, and that is to stand in the righteousness of somebody that's not you. Because your sins will find you out. They'll find you out. And God will expose them for all to see. Where's that righteousness going to come from? Well, the Bible says it comes from the Lord Jesus, and that's why there's a gospel message. There's a righteousness that comes from God, and it's not found in the law for us. The law shows us God's righteousness, but it's found in the person and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ, who lived without sin, without violating God's law. Who died in the place of sinners. Why? Because that's what sin demands. The soul that sinneth shall surely die. And the Bible says that 
as we repent, as we believe upon him, which both of those things that God requires, God gives to his people for whom Christ died. Do you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ? Does your life bring forth fruit that evidences your belief? Then give glory to God for that. If you have not, then the command to you from the king is the same as it is to me. Repent of your sin. Put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And follow after him. Bradley, be with you at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And then we'll be back with you in the morning. Lord willing, 6 a.m. Talk to you then.